Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Brad Askew. Brad was preparing for the National. He had a list of things he was doing. He ran it by me. It's a great list. He and I will bat those things around. Hopefully, listeners uh, and friends, you'll learn something. Brad has been to the Atlanta ones for sure, but I've been to all of them. And Chicago could be bigger and better than ever. But uh, there's some principles. But first, thanks sponsors, Tops Panini and Upper Deck, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, and then of course, ComC and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So welcome, Brad Askew. Uh, looking forward to shaking your hand at the National in Chicago. Are you going to be there for the duration? Yeah, I am. Uh, thank you again, Jim, for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes, I'm going to be there for the whole show. Do I go for three days? Do I go for the whole thing? I finally decided I'm coming in Tuesday night. And I'm not going to leave until Sunday afternoon. I will be there the whole time. I'm hoping to be able to get on the floor early on Wednesday to help Roger Newfeld, a dear friend of mine and dealer, and help him with setup. He was in Atlanta in May, and I helped him do his show there. And I, I wasn't expecting this. You bested me. I'm not getting there till Wednesday. So <laughs> there you uh, go. that's great. So get there, get set up. Okay. The first thing you had on your list was a lightweight backpack. And I'm affirming that so much, not trying to outdo you, but I'm taking a backpack within a backpack. <laughs> I'm actually taking two backpacks and putting one inside the other because I'm concerned that I may need a little extra. Now, I'm not going to wear them both at the same time, but I'll have one in case right. one gets full. I'll have the other. But do you have a special backpack? Because if you're going to be lugging it, uh, yeah. and it sounds like your backpack is going to contain, like my backpack is going to start out pretty much empty. It's going to have my laptop in there. Right. Some empty boxes. Right. But you t- Tell us what your backpack is going to be. Consistent yeah. of when on the first day. My real thought is keep it as lightweight as possible because I don't want to be like a pack mule and feel like I'm carrying 50 pounds because that'll just make you miserable walking that big show floor. I want to keep a lightweight backpack with just minimal things. Obviously, I'm going to be there multiple nights. I can keep purchases back at the hotel, maybe in the safe or whatever, and not be lugging things all the week, which is a key for me. I want to have some flyers with my information and my focus on collecting it early so that if I see a dealer who's Really seems to have a focus on parallels where I can maybe find those key Murrays that I need, maybe hand some of those out. Obviously, pens, notebooks, that kind of thing. Maybe a quick want list of just the older stuff that I need. I'm not going to have a printed list of everything that I need off the Beckett website because it would be too many pages. At least the first few years, maybe. And like you, have a laptop or an iPad to you know be able to look at the, the OPG and my spreadsheets that I have for my collection. Do I have that item? Let me look it up real quick. I do want to take a copy of the Beckett Vintage magazine to use for a reference for vintage. I mainly focus on Murray stuff, Jim, but I'll buy vintage when I, when I see something that just strikes me. I'm looking to finish this set or I'm looking to do that particular, so much of a want list for vintage. It's more, that looks cool. I like that card. I like that player. Let me pick that up. So that's the thought on that. And then, like you said, some empty boxes or supplies just to have a few top loaders and, and team bags and whatever I may need there just to keep things protected as I buy it. You know, that's some of the main things. And of okay. course, plenty of what money I can afford to bring. First of all, just your flyers. And that's old school. Yeah. Are you talking about 50 flyers or 500 flyers? There's five, five, no, five, I would hope it'd be 20 there. or 30 at the most. Yeah. So you're going to be judicious. You're going to hand it to somebody to say, hey, remember me. I'm the Eddie right. Murray guy. Yeah, doing that to a vintage dealer doesn't make any sense. They're not going to have any need for that. But for somebody that has a lot of more modern, all the different, uh, be it certified autos, be it game use, be it parallels, et cetera, that clearly, okay, they could be a dealer that would focus or acquire these kind of things. Okay. I've had people tell me you shouldn't bring a backpack. You ought to bring a wheelie kind of luggage thing. You could do that. I just feel like it'd be a little cumbersome, especially like you said, as big as this show may be, 
and as full as the, the aisles may be, yeah. I don't want to be that guy running people over pulling a, a wheelie thing behind. I think I've noticed in years past is if you're dragging the wheelie thing behind you, you're begging the question of what's in the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people will want to stop you and maybe buy it from you if they think it's tough for sale. Whereas with a backpack, it's a little less noticeable. You're just walking around with a backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't really want people to say, hey, what's in your case? Is it for sale? Exactly. You know, it's empty at the beginning of the show. But you don't bring stuff for trade. I don't really, and I could. I don't anticipate really doing that. Um, I'm still waiting on a big order of uh, graded stuff that I did. If that came in and there was stuff there, I thought, hey, I got a nine on that vintage card. Maybe I could get a lot of money for that or whatever. Okay, maybe I'd take it with me. But I'm not anticipating, unfortunately, getting them back in time. It's been about eight months since I uh, put in that submission and still haven't gotten it back. And I'm thinking it's going to probably be at least a couple more months. But if that happened, maybe, Jim, I don't know that I would bring extra Murray cards that I have because I don't know the weight versus the potential trade. I don't know if it'd be worth my time or the effort to carry it, quite frankly. Maybe. Again, a lot of the 20-somethings love the wheeling and dealing, but they have a certain Mm -hmm. kind of card where they want to trade their cards, trade up for something. I get that. With what you're doing, I I have brought stuff in years past to trade, and I've never Mm -hmm. been successful at it. It seems like you can't bring that much. One, One pessimistic note is that if you don't get your grading order back before the national, yeah, it might be a bunch after the national. Yeah, because they're going to probably start taking new submissions. They're going to clear things out. And it seems like PSA is trying to do that. BGS is trying to do that, slowing up on the submissions. Okay, one other wrinkle, what's happened in the last 20 years, is that you're having some reliance on your connectivity to the internet. Yes. Your iPad, through your your phone even, although you may have cellular opportunity there. But things are pretty clogged up there, these nationals, where service is poor. Do you have a right. backup plan? Or? That's a good point. If I have a list of at least the early stuff that I'm most interested in and I can really look at, that's a printed short list. That's one thing. Yeah, but right. If the internet's a problem and I'm trying to figure out, do I have this 2013 parallel whatever that I'm looking at? It may be a problem because I may just have to say, okay, I probably don't. I'm just going to buy it if it's reasonable. And and there's probably the more high-end things are more expensive. I'd probably have a little bit better memory of do I have that or not, I would hope. But you're right. We are all at the mercy of having that access to our list or to whatever. I at least would have on the iPad, even if I don't have connectivity, I would have my spreadsheets with a lot of my collection. I wouldn't have the Beckett online guide stuff, but it would have all the non-stuff there, which is good. That'd at least be some help. That'd be a lot of help. Well, you, you, yeah, it's, it's resident on your computer. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a wise thing. The other thing you mentioned was food. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about food in your backpack. Yeah, at least a few, you know, some mints, maybe just a, you know, granola bar, whatever it may be, because I know I, I did buy the VIP package. I know there'll be a zillion people with a VIP package. There. From what I understand, they do have a lounge. You could buy food and stuff, which is great. But I just wonder how much access are you going to have to that? And if I'm standing there knee deep going through dollar boxes or something and I decide I'm a little hungry and I don't want to get up and leave right now, at least if I have something there to grab and nibble on, that'll help get me through the day. Can I make a suggestion? And it's not for you or against you or for me or against me, but I hope everybody brings mints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, breathing on one another. Exactly. Everybody brings breath mints. And it's not a COVID statement. It's just you get a whole bunch of people in uh, close proximity and yeah. uh, you need to get some Eddie Murray breath mints that you can pass. Exactly. Yeah, that was on the take. list. I did have gum and or mints because, yeah, mints. I, I remember reading somebody say one time, don't be that guy at the show with bad breath. Don't do that. <laughs> a whole bunch of that, guys. Yeah, that's very true. On money, what do you consider money at this national? Yeah. Is this going to be yeah. the first national where people are going to be trying to do crypto? Because you mentioned there's Venmo and there's other kind of opportunities, credit cards. 
But what about good old-fashioned cash? What about good old-fashioned checks? Yeah. I don't anticipate taking checks because I I don't know how receptive people will be. I definitely plan on taking cash, not all cash, because I'd be a little nervous walking around with several thousand dollars in cash potentially. But on the other hand, I know that cash, I my belief over the years has been, Jim, that if I pull out, if I'm looking at a hundred card, people may be more inclined to make a deal with me if I pull out a hundred dollar bill or whatever and have it in front of me there versus I'll put it on a credit card and they got to pay fees perhaps and all that stuff. You know, So I have PayPal. PayPal is about as techno as I get. I don't go for other currencies and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll be cash, credit card and or debit card. That'll pretty much be the means I will have. If you've got other suggestions, obviously, I'm willing to listen to that. I think cash is good. Cash used to be king. I'm going through the same metric you are, is how much cash do I want to take that I'm going to be accosted or somebody's going to intercept me or whatever, or, or right. grab my wallet. But I just yeah. don't, there, there can be so many people there with a whole bunch more cash than I'm going to bring. If right. I bring, if you put a 10 $100 bills, that's $1,000. I don't want to lose it, but it's not very discernible in my wallet. Nobody's right. like, wow, that guy's got a fat wallet, or it's bulging out of your front pocket or something. And exactly. Those are the people they're going to hit on, they're probably going to leave me alone, and hopefully they'll leave you alone. But there's some people that have come to the National with a fistful of $100 bills. And I'm not just talking about Mr. Yeah, Mint. Tens of thousands. Uh, protection or bodyguard or whatever. But uh, Exactly. <coughs> Briefcases, maybe with a you know set of handcuffs around. Uh, that just says, hey, <laughs> I'm not going that crazy. Just yeah. follow me around. Follow me exactly. back. Come knock me on the head. Not, exactly not. what that indicates. What about you? You buy cards in top loaders or card savers? I'm more of a top loader guy myself. When I buy, if I now as far as what I buy to store my own collection, yeah, and that's why I want to bring some there. Is because even though I know right now top loaders are like gold out there in the marketplace, it's crazy. But I do have some in supply and even the various sizes, because quite frankly, if I'm buying a Murray card or a group of cards there, there's a good chance they're going to be the thicker, newer, yeah. game-used or, or autos or whatever. I'm not going to be buying 1979 tops or something. So it's going to be the more new and, and bigger. So I'm going to need the larger top loaders and stuff. But yeah, I'm leaning more towards top loaders than card savers. That's just my personal preference. Well, I'm going to bring a few, but usually when I'm buying cards, and this is how much the world has changed in a couple of years, is that mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years going through a dollar box picking out a bunch of cards and being cashed out and then walking around with them. And most of the weight is in the top loaders. Well, if you walk card in a dollar box, you don't need it to be in a top loader. It's not so precious. And so the world has changed so much that a couple of years ago, it was going to be too much weight for me to be carrying back home. I thought, I'm just going to pull them out of the top loaders, put them in an 800 count box, make them snug. They're not going to get mm-hmm. hustled around. And I just kind of left the top loaders behind. And some were essentially new. Now... Yeah. The top loaders are worth more than the cards. They are. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's another thing. You anticipate a lot of the dealers will just have cards in those kind of dollar boxes. Will most of them be penny sleeve. Will they have them in top loaders? In the dollar boxes, some of the dealers will color code or do something to where the quarter box, if there's a quarter box, they're penny sleeved at best. Right. Uh, dollar, $3, $5 boxes. If it's a $5 card, I'd probably keep that intact. If I buy a bunch of cards, not huge quantity, but the top loaders and the card savers take up a lot more room, especially the top loaders, especially yeah, the thick a- ones. What I will bring are the extra thick ones. I like having a team bag there too, to wrap over even the top loader, but you're right. You get penny sleeve top loader and then a team bag. Okay. You're talking more weight. No doubt about it. Okay, last question. Are you making a list? I'm making a list, and I would advise this of of dealers to see or people to see, because not everybody will have a table, but there'll be a bunch of people that I know that have always had a booth, so I'll see those. 
And I'll be looking forward to w- walking around or bumping into people that are not dealers that I know. So do you have an explicit list? Yeah. You, as far as dealers go, I probably, I've been so far out of the national scene. I know a lot of the names from just publications and stuff. Roger Newfeld, I mentioned, is a gentleman that I'll, that I'll definitely go spend some time with on the vintage side. Good thing maybe we get from you a list of maybe some of the dealers that might be those who would have more of the Murray stuff. Because I may or may not know who a lot of them are. I know who Burbank is. I bought from Burbank and, and will continue to. I bought from others. But who are the others that might be those wide-ranging, more modern, would have some of these deeper and more difficult, say, Murray cars that I need? Who are the ones that specialize in that? Because, you know, if they specialize in pre-war, I'm going to come up and go look at it and maybe pick up an off-condition car if I could at a reasonable price. But I, that's not going to be a focus for me. It, it depends on what the focus is a lot of these dealers. I think what I would do, Brad, for you is the same thing that many have done for me is once I get there and get your orientation, Rob Varis is one of the guys that says, hey, you ought to go look at this table. And they'll tell you it's table 837 or something. You go to the 800 aisle and, and find it. Although that's not very well marked, but that's because once you've cased the place and for example, if you and I bump into each other on Thursday, I may say, Hey Brad, I saw some Eddie Murray stuff over there. Or you may say, Hey, I saw some Roberto Clemente stuff over here. I I think it's a pretty cooperative, happy group. There's so much stuff. I don't really have a sense that it's dog eat dog. Is it if I agree first year, I'm going to, you know, nobody can try to buy all the cards. Rich Klein is excellent about that. He has in his head, he knows who the player collectors are for all the different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Rich is somebody that I've never met. Many of these. Oh, people well, like, that's. Uh, that's I, I, want to meet Rich. I want to meet you on the floor. I'd obviously love to see John Newman and many others from that standpoint. It's going to be great. I don't know that there'll be meetups and things like that, but there, there yeah. probably will be. It's a huge room, but yes. for whatever reason, Rich worked for me and, he always knew where to find me. So people just <laughs> ask Rich where I am and they find me. So I get a That's fair right. number of meetups at friends of Rich's or people that, because I'll circulate around and then I'll uh, find a chair. I think it's going to be a great national and I wish you well on that. I hope you get, actually, I don't help you get all the Eddie Murray's because it's a lifelong chance. Can't afford them all. <laughs> and you can't afford them all right now, but I hope you put a real dent in it at the national this year. So thank you, Jim. Pleasure as always. Thanks, Brad. Thanks everybody. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man-